1: Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can find me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also check him out on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir?
0: Not much. Uh, we're in the middle of the, uh, the the desert right now, so people are talking about basketball <laughs> trades for some reason. <laughs> Well, um, especially your city, yeah, your, your city
1: is uh, is busy over the weekend with some basketball trades. But that's not what we're going to talk about on the show, right? I, I don't think you want to do an hour no, on Anthony not. Davis, No, it's not. Thank right? goodness. I mean, I, I very well. Thank could.
0: goodness, we're not talking about that. Uh, no, it's really, really boring.
1: Yeah. You know. Well, maybe we need to get like Jonah or John. On the, I think John's a Lakers fan. We can get all of us talking about ba- basketball. But it's, instead, let's talk Ugh. about Cowboys. Uh, we're going to finish up our team preview. Uh, And we're going to talk about the Cowboys' safeties entering the 2019 season. Uh, And just from a 10,000-foot view, Landon, how does this safety group compare to what we saw last year? Is it better, is it about the same, or do you think it's a little bit worse?
0: Well, I think it's better uh, because I I think just the improvement of Xavier Woods alone from where he was – um, at the beginning of the season mm-hmm. this year to where he was at the end of the season that uh, this last year um, is is enough to improve the position I, I just think he's grown leaps and bounds in, for, in front of our eyes over the course of last season um, and I imagine that to continue so i, I imagine that it's a little bit better uh, just by virtue of that um, and I also think you know look i I, I am you know one who is a little bit interesting to seeing what we get out of George Iloka because I do think you know as a in-the-box player uh, that he can provide something as Mm -hmm. a as a uh, kind of more steady run defender um, you know player that can be more relied on uh, as a force in the box because I I think you know we've seen Jeff Heath and, and he kind of gets exposed when he's down there a little bit he's just I don't know if he's physical enough and as a tackler to to kind of do what he needs to do in in, in the box. I just think that they put him there because they liked him and they wanted to try to find a way to play him. But I think he functions more as a better third safety or at least rotating that role out with a guy like Iloka. Um, So, I mean, I I think, you know, there's improvement uh, by virtue of internal improvement of of players. Uh, And I also think that the addition of George Iloka, not only his talent improvement, but I think it also helps... You know, fit into place uh, a better role for Jeff Heath as well. Right,
1: I want to start with Xavier Woods because um, he's still a really, really young player. It's hard to believe that he's only been in the league two years. It seems like he's been in there what three, four, five years already. But last year was his I first know, full year of starting. Um, he, you know, he had fifty-six tackles. He had two interceptions. It really saw. It really seemed like we saw an improved player as mm-hmm. the year went on. Uh, So what's his ceiling, Landon? Like, what, what could Xavier Woods be two, three years down the road as a safety?
0: Oh, well, I mean, if ceiling is what you're talking about, I mean, he could be, I think he could be one of the best free safeties in football. I mean, I I think he has that kind of skill set, right? I mean, he's got the intelligence. uh, I think he's very thoughtful. Uh, I think he's got the athleticism, the requisite athleticism and and, uh, change of direction. I think that's all possible for him to be a really good top five, you know, topper in in the NFL. Uh, I think where he needs to improve is uh, being a little bit more consistent as a tackler. Um, and then just kind of continuing his, um, you know, his ascent. I mean, I think we, we the best thing we saw about Xavier Woods last year is that every every game, especially near the end of the season, every game it seemed like he got a little bit better. Right, um, and I think that. That's hopefully going to continue over the course of this next season, Uh, and and I think you know where he's getting. He's arriving right as the ball is arriving. uh, I think he's starting to get there a little bit sooner now, and I'm I'm hoping that some of these pass deflections will turn into interceptions, and some of these where he's just short of getting pass deflections will turn into pass deflections, and his numbers will come up because I think you know he's seeing it now. He's reacting quickly. He's getting there just a tick uh, slower than. the ball uh, i think you know one more off season probably could be enough to put him arriving there right as the ball is there making plays in the ball turning like i said a little extra step from from xavier woods could be could mean a lot in production just because he's so close mm-hmm. uh to, to being at the ball, arriving at the ball at the same time, making the play on the ball, uh, that that just that extra step is enough to kind of put him over the top and then it, it really starts to yeah, go Yeah, It wouldn't there. be
1: surprising if he goes from, he had three turnovers last year, two interceptions, one forced fumble to six, seven with, you know, going into his third full year, second yeah. full year starting. Uh, I, I don't think that's out of the range of possibilities. Um, you mentioned Jeff Heath. Let's go ahead and touch on him. I've always viewed Jeff Heath as a player who is better as a free safety or as a. Uh, I'm
0: trying to, think, basically a single high safety. I always think he's better splits. Uh, splits. I think he's a good split safety too. Yeah. I think he's you know too deep. The issue that's I mean that kind of thing where he's back and he can see it and then react and to, go. To forward. me,
1: his ideal role is for him to be a third safety, right? A guy that you can rotate in in certain passing situations. Your backup free safety. I just feel still like he's out of place as a strong safety. Am I wrong there?
0: No, I mean I think for all the things that we we talked about, uh, you know, he's uh, he struggles with finishing tackling and and all the things that require him to be in the box are where his struggles are. So, uh, like I said, I I think the the idea was to try to get him on the field because they liked him as the second best safety, but I don't know that he necessarily fit the role that they were. Trying to pigeonhole right. him, him into so, it,
1: with that kind of in mind, they really don't have a in the box enforcer. And we'll get to to Frazier and some of those guys in a second. But is there a scenario where you could see the Cowboys, you know, maybe third week of the preseason, fourth week of the preseason, kind of look at some guys that are on other teams that could maybe come in and be a one or two down safety play in the box? Is that is that something that's realistic, Landon?
0: I think it's more realistic that we see George Iloka okay. be that role. I mean, I just think that there's lots of talk, you know, like we discussed before, there's a lot of discussion about what George Iloka did at other places before he was here. But I, I really think that, you know, they're going to make a carve out a role for him as a box safety. And I think that's probably a, a good fit with his length and his, you know, tackling ability. I think that's probably a good fit of his, his skill set. It's kind of actually pretty surprising that they haven't really played him there before so um but i mean if you look at you know his snaps he hasn't gotten a ton of snaps there i just don't know that they uh, yeah i'd like to see what they got in iloka first before they are out there trying to like you know swap out a guy i I just think that you know that those guys are so replaceable i don't know that any guy that's on the street is necessarily going to be better than iloka uh, at doing that job so it'll be interesting to see you know how he if he does grow into that role, and I guess if not, yeah, I mean, th- there's always an opportunity to get those guys on the street because they're you know pretty imminently replaced. Yeah, let's go
1: ahead and talk about Iloka because, um, he's a guy that the Cowboys signed this offseason basically, I think it was to a vet minimum deal one year. Um uh, in Cincinnati, played a lot as a deep safety for Minnesota. Didn't play a lot, was mostly a special teams player. Um, I mean, it kind of sounds like even into to mini camp and OTA so far, he's been pretty much a second-team, part-time player. So, what can we expect from Iloka in 2019?
0: I think a lot of the second-team stuff has been, you know, because he's still learning the defense. and I mean, it's just a kind of deference to the to you know jeff heath and and again i I think the things that are going to make Ilocus stand out are things that are going to show up when the pads come on sure so uh i think you know i I think that's that's when the competition probably starts for them because you know right now they're not tackling to the ground they're not you know they're not doing anything physical really it's it's all padless so once the pads come on let's see how that plays out um but i think that that's I, I think that it's more likely that he finds that role, uh, you know, like starters or whatever, I don't know how you want to call it but I think that they'll probably get equal percentage of, of snaps I just think that it'll be Iloka taking the box snaps Heath will come in on nickel packages if they play three safeties a lot, I bet um, you know, I mean anything where they can keep Heath in the back end and I think he'll be doing I, I wouldn't be surprised if Heath and uh, Iloka just, you know, end up doing a 50-50 split on on that second safety position, just based on formation and how they get deployed. I, I think that
1: would be the best, the best way for the Cowboys to go, because then you can match up depending on team or scheme or whoever's out. You could even play the hot hand theory, whoever's playing better at the time. Uh, I I think that yeah. makes a lot of sense. All right, let's take a quick break, and we will come right back and talk about some of the more or some of the other uh, safeties on the Cowboys roster. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence that you need. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue, like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cial's, so you know that they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready for whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment for free. When you use our special promo code LOCKEDON, just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's Blue, B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code LOCKEDON to try it for free right now. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. All right, Landon, let's go ahead and talk about Kavon Frazier entering his fourth year in the NFL, his final year on his contract. Um, You know, he had some bright spots in 2017. I can remember the game against Washington that he played really well in, but he's kind of just struggled to, to carve out a role in the NFL. Do you see anything changing with Frazier
0: entering 2019? You know, it's tough. I mean, I, I think with all the other numbers that got added to the spot, I mean, he's kind of the guy that they're targeting to for replacement, you know. And, and it's too bad because he's really a great person, it feels like, and, and, and probably pretty great for the, uh, the locker room. Uh, but, you know, I think he's really struggled with a lot of, different elements of, of playing safety that don't include being physical right. or making tackles and even the physical elements I feel like you know he hasn't been perfect no, very in that. inconsistent so even when mm-hmm. they isolate yeah and even when they isolate his role it still feels like at times it's it's not specified enough and he still is kind of finding ways to to make You know, to to create problems with with his play, Um, I I think he's a good. I mean, when when he's got it locked in, he's very kind of Wilcoxy, right? Where he's like, it's it's kind of hot and cold. He'll make a play, and then he'll you know be the cause of a play for the offense. Um, You know, it's just it's it's that kind of up and down inconsistency that I think that they just can't tolerate on the field too much. You know. it, so and I think a lot of uh, the issue with his play last season may have been around the fact that he uh, it, it was had some injuries and was dealing with that so uh, he's kind of just in you know like I guess. If we were to look at this like a, and I don't watch NASCAR, so please, oh, you know, excuse this terrible <laughs> analogy. But you know, like they talk about pole positioning, like you, like you do, like a, a preliminary race to find out where you start, right. and then like you all line up based on that, and then you do the race, right? I, I feel like he, he's a guy who probably crashed in that preliminary uh, uh, race, and I, I, he's just behind a whole bunch of cars right now, you know, and, and there's a lot. Lot of people that have better uh, pole position than he does, starting out the race. That doesn't mean he can't win and he can't, you know, uh, pull himself out. But but he's got a lot of history in, in a not a great way, especially on the field. He is a great special teams player, and I think that they do hold a ton of value to that. Um, but I think that uh, that he is on the field play is something that they are are trying to actively replace. It seems like.
1: Yeah, I struggle with Kavon Frazier because. Man, there, there are certain flashes that you can see of his game, and th- that that Redskins game really sticks in my mind, where he replaced Byron Jones, and that kind of the starting lineup is that strong safety, and his physicality jumps off the screen. He made a couple big plays in the run game, a couple, I think, a, a stop on a third down toss. Um, but those moments are so far, you know, between. I mean, you, you just don't see the consistency at all from Kavon Frazier. Um, I know there's a lot of people that are still big fans of him, but would it be all that surprising if somebody like Donovan Wilson, who the Cowboys took uh, in the sixth round this year, beats him out for that job, for that forced safety job? I don't think so. I don't think they feel tied to Donovan Wilson, especially if—or excuse me, Frazier. Especially if Donovan Wilson can kind of match his special teams production. So it's a big year for Kavon Frazier with free agency coming up. If he can at least prove to be an adequate safety and continue continue to be a, a strong special team. Pay- player i think he's going to get paid um but i'm not expecting much there um let's go ahead and talk about donovan wilson uh six-round pick uh, as i mentioned from texas a&m this is a guy that's super athletic uh he he when he played he was he was really good um but he's just kind of struggled to stay on the field i know a lot of people are excited about him had a couple strong ota uh practices where he made some plays in coverage
0: what are you expecting landon from donovan wilson well, I mean, it's it's tough to know exactly what to expect at this point, but uh, it, it sounds like there's getting it's getting lots of rave reviews, um, you know, in from OTA out, you know, uh, out, outputs that we're hearing. Um, I think, you know, really, what is clear about I th- what Chris Richard wants out of this position is uh, uh, length, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that that much is clear i mean you they get a guy like uh wilson who's got 33 and i think 33 and a half if not less taking inch arms something like that uh and he you know and then you get a guy like iloka who in free agency who is similarly uh length and i and i think that, you know you start to see a pattern with with the linebackers too the idea here is um, they're trying to close down passing lanes. You know, they're trying to shut down uh, passing lanes and zone and and, and uh, you know the ability to uh, uh, stop close windows quickly. You know, and, and that sort of thing. So, um, I think Wilson is a guy who, if he plays well, could play his way into defensive yeah, snaps. I agree like i think that that's like you mean like maybe maybe not starter but maybe starter you know if he plays well enough I, I, I that's that's i mean i think the the lane is wide open for a guy like him I mean, really it's just about how he plays so if he plays well enough there's no reason he couldn't play his way into that role that we had you know kind of penciled in for George iloka you know, um, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see if that happens. I, I think that, uh, it's likely at the very least what he's vying for is Frazier's spot, that mm-hmm. fourth safety spot, like mm-hmm. you mentioned. So, um, and I think that because he has more value to this coaching staff as a defensive player, uh, they're willing to sacrifice Frazier's, you know, special teams prowess if they, if they can, you know, make it up someplace else, you know, on the team, um, I tend to think that, that that Wilson is a guy who if he, if he can get going, you know, his quickly, uh, he has a very very high probability of uh, of making this roster and and potentially you know being a a guy who gets gets on the field and plays regularly potentially.
1: yeah I think the ceiling for Wilson in year one is kind of like what we saw from Xavier woods in year one right as a rookie where uh, you, he plays in every single game you, you see him maybe 10 15 snaps maybe he gives you a couple spot starts depending on injury uh, but as somebody who you're excited about when he's on the field uh, I don't think again I don't think that's out of the range of possibilities because when he has played he's been a guy that's been really good it's just been he's kind of had a a long list of injuries throughout his career but that's the perfect guy to take a chance on in the sixth round because if it doesn't work out and he's hurt you throw him on ir yeah it's a sixth round pick it's no big deal There's a chance that he could, down the road two, three years from now, develop into a starting safety who has a ton of athleticism. So I'm really excited to see Wilson in the training camp and the preseason because I think we'll kind of know right away what kind of player we we have here. Um, Just kind of really quickly, we're going to talk about some of these other guys on the roster. Uh, Darian Thompson, a guy that they had last year. Um, I, I don't love him, but he's a guy that's uh, he's okay. Uh, and Jameel Showers, it, should I give up on the Jameel Showers dream? I I, I might have been in the biggest fan of his a while ago, but is it is it time to move on from Jameel Showers, Landon?
0: Uh, you know, uh, yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I don't think he's gonna make it as a safety. I, they should have left I'll, me a
1: quarterback. I'm telling yeah, you. He, when I saw as, I a, as a quarterback, I mean, I he was he was okay. I,
0: yeah, I think I, that's how I agree, too, and so we'll see. Um, it's, yeah, I I just don't – I think he's he's a long shot for the roster. He's out of practice squad eligibility, so I think this may be the last year we see Jamil Showers. Is he really out of practice squad eligibility?
1: I know he's been on there for like nine years, yes. but it's,
0: it's been – No, he's, he's it's, out. It's, it's, it's too bad out.
1: because it, I, from everything I know about Showers, he's a super high character guy. Uh, it, was, it was nice of him to kind of switch positions at least to try to get some – extra playing time and we have seen him grow as a safety but if it hasn't happened by now i I highly doubt that it's going to happen in 2019 uh but overall it looks like an improved safety unit for the cowboys it's really going to depend on the the steps that xavier woods can make uh and then the the signing of george aloka might might help uh stabilize that strong safety position uh it's an interesting group to watch going into 2019 that is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Lennon at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Locked On Cowboys. And of course, I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you guys next time.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy.